Welcome to this episode of The Originals. I'm Joe Campo, and our guest today is Lee Rugless. Hi, Lee. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? It's good to have you with us this morning. It's a blessing to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here. We're going to talk a, a little bit together, and Lee has uh, actually, we got a bonus for you today. Lee's got three songs. We're going to listen to a couple of studio songs, and then he's going to do another song for us live a little bit later at the end of the uh, at the end of the podcast. So this is going to be a good morning. Thanks for coming. <laughs> My pleasure. So Lee, introduce yourself to us a little bit. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Give us your story. Where'd you come from? You grow up here, and all that kind of stuff. Well, was born in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. All right. In the snow, I was told. Um, only lived there a couple of years because the folks moved out west. Okay. To California was a little warmer. And um, yeah, I really miss, I wanted to see what Detroit was all about but, uh, <clears throat> back then. <clears throat> excuse me. But um, didn't get the opportunity to. But came out west and um, settled in the Lodi area. Oh, Lodi. Yeah. Beautiful Lodi. Credence Clearwater stuck in Lodi. <laughs> <laughs> and um, grew up in the church, um, devout uh, Christian, loving the Lord. And that's basically where the music came from. Okay. I can remember um, literally when I was about four years old, my folks uh, during Advent season used to go out and, and um, they called it in gathering where around that time they'd go out and sing joy to the world, you know, and my folks used to get me and push me to the front. It made me sing joy to the world. And I noticed people were putting pretty large bills in, <laughs> in the mission cup. And you're thinking, Hey, this is a pretty good deal. <laughs> like, well, Okay, I didn't really understand. I just loved singing. I knew my my older sister sang, um, but then I they noticed my sisters were taking piano lessons, and they noticed I was going over to the piano picking out some notes and trying to sing along. And so they gave me formal lessons, classical, and um, there I learned, you know, Tchaikovsky and Bach and Brahms and Beethoven and. Um, Stuff that you really have to work at hard <laughs> to recreate, and um, and then the church. I was introduced, of course, to hymns and anthems, and then uh, gospel. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, from there, the Lord just just led me all over the place. I mean, I I um, I ran into a, a recording of an artist named James Brown. And <laughs> think I've heard of him. And and the Beatles and <laughs> you know and listen to Phil Spector and listen to all these different artists. And I'm like, wow, I, I really love this music thing. So I kind of pushed classical to the side and did more um did more what I was hearing. Mm-hmm. So I, I could read, uh, but I, I liked using my ear because I was like, wait a minute, you can take it. Uh, uh, a whole new direction, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. and um, that was my introduction, pretty much to, okay. to music. Okay. All right. So you uh, you grew up in a family of faith and have been a a Jesus guy for your whole life, then. Yes. Okay. 
And so, and so was it kind of a, a natural thing then as you got into music that, that your music would focus at least, at least partly on worship and praise? How did that come about? Absolutely. I, I, um, you know, of course was in, it started several bands and different things, but the music always would, you know, even though I would sing some of the stuff that, you know, was out there, it always would just point back to positivity and, mm -hmm. and God and his glory. And and even if the, the, the lyrics didn't necessarily say, praise God and he's mighty, he's a sovereign, that that really didn't matter. The lyrics were still positive and encouraging and, you know, mm -hmm. all about the light. Mm -hmm. Um because I believe that's what music is all about. That's where it emanates from. It mm. emanates from him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is the author of all creative Absolutely. things. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so a song doesn't have to have to have have his name in it necessarily to give him glory and praise. Uh. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, so you are now the worship leader. Is that your title here at Valencia United Methodist? Is yes, that correct? Contemporary yeah. uh, praise band leader. Uh huh. How long have you been there? It'll be, oh, let's see, I think a couple of years in August. Okay. I believe, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's been a joy, too. Yeah, so you you lead their, their praise band. Do you do some of your own music? Yes, yeah. we have we have done some, some of my originals and, and one of the other uh, band members' originals. You know, I'm, I'm all for, um, I mean, of course, there's a plethora of praise songs out there. Yeah. But... Let's see what your mm -hmm. interpretation of worship is. Let, I want to hear, hey, you're a bass player. You, I know you praise God. Let's hear what you have. Or you're a guitar player or, or you're a singer. Mm -hmm. Because, every, every, you know, we're all individuals and we all have our um, concept of our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. It's very personal. So, yes, I, I definitely, you know, want to nurture um, Original songs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do you write songs, you know, that aren't strictly faith-based songs, secular songs as well? I suppose you would. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, God is love. So <laughs> and he, he did put Song of Solomon in the Bible. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there are some um, very beautiful love songs that I've written. Okay. And they're, of course, social conscious songs. Mm -hmm. A lot of them uh, tend to gravitate towards that. Um, and then just some happy songs, too, you know, like uh, uh, songs that just sound kind of nonsensical, but they're fun. But it's, yeah. it's, no, it's good to be happy. It's good to just have fun sometimes. It is. Man. You have to. That's yeah. what music is all about. Yeah. And, and I'm always overwhelmed by the power of music to mm. set your mood or either either to undergird the mood that you're already in or even to be able to change your mood Absolutely. just with a single song. That is so interesting that you say that. I mean, we, we you know, the phrase is coined, yeah, music is a universal language. Mm -hmm. Of course, it really is. I used to always hear that. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's so true because you can, I've played for, uh, individuals that couldn't speak English and the song resonated with them, you know, and they, they didn't understand what I was saying, but the mm -hmm. melody, it, mm -hmm. it, it cuts through and 
that's what God intended because I, you know, song doesn't even really have to have words. Yeah. It's, it's spiritual and it's the very essence. And I, I, I feel so strongly about that because you look at the Bible and, and right in smack dab in the middle of the Bible is what the book of Psalms. Psalms. <laughs> so he's telling you, 150 songs. This is the glue right here. This is the glue that holds everything together. And and yes, there's spoken word here. There's spoken. It it begins with spoken word. It ends with spoken word. But those songs right there just hold everything, just bind it together. So, um, that's an that's a neat insight. I hadn't really thought of it that way before. But you're right. You're right. You know, I. I'm a big believer in, in because uh, I've seen it so often about how the spirit seems to, to love to use music yes. to make himself known within the context of a worship service, you know, that uh, you just, you sing a song and all of a sudden, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up. He was always there, but then yeah. it's like... I'm gonna show a little bit more yeah. of glory because you you you're raising the praise. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, is is that what I found is that music brings people together. Mm-hmm. It just it does something. It I mean, you could have hate groups over here. Mm-hmm. But you sing to that hate group and you sing a song, maybe they like country music. You sing a country song, they're loving all over you. Wait a minute, I thought you hated me. Yeah, there's a connection there. Suddenly. There's some it's it's that music is it God gave us this for a tool. And yeah, I mean, you know, of course the evil one tries to take it into, but he can't because it's all God's. Mm. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's like you 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 look at uh you go out into the wilderness and you come stumble upon what looks like a dirty, murky, filthy, nasty pond. And then you look at it, ooh, that water looks so terrible. Then out of that dirty, nasty, filthy, vile, and putrid water, here's a beautiful lily growing ah. <laughs> up at the surface. And it's like, I get it, God, I get it. Yeah. This is this is the evangelistic tool that you wanted us to use. Because you think about it, Moses wrote songs. You know, you go all the way down the line. Jesus sang hymns in the upper room. Mm-hmm. Music is that common thread yes. that, that just supports that spoken word and, yes. and just drives home the point. And you don't even have to be saying, like you had mentioned before, you don't have to say, Jesus, God, Lord, I love you. Uh-uh. The message, that that vibration mm-hmm. will get through yeah. and pierce you to the core yeah. <laughs> where he's like, I can't, I can't take it anymore. There's something, there's yeah. something within me. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Uh-huh. That is great. Well, one of the songs that we're going to listen to is one that you call Glory. Yes. Uh, tell me a little bit about that song, would you? That's one of those happy songs. Yeah. You know, I, um, I wanted a song and I, you know, I didn't really start it out to be uh, seasonal, mm-hmm. but it it kind of, you know, it 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 points to Jesus' birth, mm-hmm. goes all the way through his ministry. In you know his his crucifixion, it ends up with his resurrection. So I'm thinking, wow, mm, God gave me something that could be 
Advent, <clears throat> something that could be played during, you know, the what we call Easter. Or, mm-hmm. Easter's not really in the Bible, but, you know. <laughs> and then, you know, the all the way down to the resurrection. Um, and I, I wanted to, um, I'm a big, like, I like Motown. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember Marvin Gaye had, on his his one of the greatest albums of all time, what's going on? He had on one song, um, which sounded like a party, on on uh, what's going on. His some of his buddies were in the studio, and he had all this just noise in the background. Well, I wanted to create that same type of vibe, except this vibe is praising God. Mm-hmm. It, it's strictly. Praising God, it's not talking about social consciousness. It's all directed towards Jesus Christ and what he came here for, what he did, and what he is still doing. Mm. And that's that's encapsulated in that song. I tried to in what, four minutes or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Shrink it all down yeah, into four that's, minutes. That's, <laughs> how do you do that? Lord, okay, I'll try. <laughs> So um, hmm. that's how that came about, and, and it just it just kept growing. I sang different parts and and uh, you know played everything on my keyboard. And okay. It just was wonderful, man. All right. Well, let's take a listen. Then I want to talk a little bit more about it when uh, when we come back. Uh, so here is Lee Ruglis and Glory. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna praise. Share 
singing now. Get up, get up. Thanks, Lee. That was glory. Now, now that I, I imagine is classified as kind of an R and B song. Yes. I, I'm not an R and B guy. I fully admit <laughs> it. You know. So tell me a little bit about R and B. What makes R and B R and B? How is it? How is it distinct from other kinds of music? Well, you know, it's it's the groove. Okay. You know, you start with the drums and the bass, and it gives you that. And, and, and actually, if you if you go back and listen to, I tried to emulate. There's this famous bassist named uh, James Jamerson that was in Motown back in the day. And <clears throat> excuse me, I would go back and listen to his phenomenal bass lines. And if you pull it out, pull out everything else, and just listen to the bass line, you find yourself just like. Wow, nodding your head and grooving, and it's it's that feel. It's it's, okay. and then when the drums are coupled with that, you can't help but just oh yeah, this, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. it, it, it's that kind of <clears throat> excuse me, for lack of a better term, it, it's it's the groove, it's that feel, that okay. that emotion that is just wrapped up into 
the group, and you haven't even said any lyrics. You haven't even said a single word, haven't sung a melody. It's just that driving force that makes you want to kind of move, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like David's, David danced when, uh, you know, he brought back the ark. It kind of gives that kind of a okay. vibe. You know? Well, let me ask you, what's it like to be the worship leader at the Methodist Church? Because Methodists and Lutherans, we're not known for our group. <laughs> I've, I've kind of changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've modified it a bit because some of these Matt Redman songs and Tomlins, they, they have, they're a little more funky now. <laughs> they're a little more funky now. Okay. <laughs> they, yeah, they're a little more rhythmic now. And, and um, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a great amalgamation because, you know, I believe that, that um, all music is spiritual. Some is just a little more rhythmic than others, but everything, everything is, is spiritual and, and, uh, emotion based mm -hmm. and you can dance to it. Of course, it's just some, maybe you can dance a little harder. A little harder. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. You get your, you get your dance on a little bit more. All right. <laughs> well, but you are a man with eclectic music taste. You, you're, you're all over the map with all sorts of things that you do and that you yes. love. Uh, we're going to listen to another song, which is called uh, New Song, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, and that is definitely not the same style as the one we just listened to. Not at all. Um, so let's take a listen to that and then we'll talk a little bit more about New Song. His mercy and true to all. 
all the ends of the earth have seen His salvation His salvation Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Make a loud noise, rejoice and sing. Sing unto the Lord with the heart, with trumpets and cries. Joyful noise before the Lord and King. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. Let the Let us praise and clap our hands before our Lord, our mighty Judge, our Lord and King. He alone will judge the world. I will sing unto the Lord a Thanks, Lee. That was a that was a, a great song. Like I say, different different style from Glory. How do you decide what style of music you want to use with the lyrics that you're working on? You know, it, it kind of, uh, the spirit leads and it kind of writes itself. I, I can okay. I can hear it when, because some songs I will start with just the music. But if it starts with the lyrics, I hear it. I, I, I don't know how to hmm. explain it, but I hear, okay, this is what complements these lyrics. And I know it's the Holy Spirit just saying, the comforter says, this is what you're going to do. And I say, okay. So I just allow my my hand just, or my voice to just um, move forward. I just want to be that conduit. Um, on this song, I really, um, I took time out. And, <clears throat> excuse me. 
started with Psalm 96, Mm -hmm. because this is where it's derived from. And um, I read through it. I'm like, man, this is this is a great praise and worship. This is awesome. And then I just did a little more reading. I'm like, who wrote this? And because it doesn't really in King James Version, it doesn't really say who wrote it. Just says a psalm of praise or something Mm -hmm. like that or Mm -hmm. a, a psalm. And so. I just did a little digging and uh, found out in Chronicles, it's 1 Chronicles uh, 14, I believe. Yeah, 14 or 16. I think it's 14. And um, it's the conversation of of David when he, uh, the Lord allowed him to bring back the ark. Because remember the Philistines had, Grab that ark, say, oh, now we're in charge. And you know what happened with, you know, they, they put that God Dagon and the God fell over and all of that. Okay. So anyway, God allowed that ark to come back into the hands of the children of Israel. David was so overjoyed. He just, you know, he said he took off his uh, kingly garb and would have had on that ephod like he was a priest, and which he was, and, um, and danced, and he wrote this. Psalm. Now, I have no idea what this psalm was like. And probably what he danced to was something R&B-ish. <laughs> That's just my digression. But um, I, what, I, what I pictured, you know, I, I prayed and worshiped. And after I read that, I pictured King David getting his harp. And going out and sitting by the Sea of Galilee on a rock and just strumming that. Mm. And that's what I was trying to capture. Um, Just that emotion. I have no idea if that was the case. I just, that's what I felt. And and that's why it, 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 uh, okay, I do have some strings in there and some horns and cornets because in, in, um, you know, all through the Psalms, he talks about praising with a loud voice and let the sea roar and with the with the uh, cymbals and, you know, the drums and drums and strings. And and so uh, that's in there. But all that's really in there is just uh, like a piano, mm-hmm. some strings, as you saw, and, and like a guitar, an acoustic guitar, steel guitar and, uh, or nylon kind of sounding. And... Uh, you can, you know, I can picture the the seagulls overhead and the, the waves just crashing on the rocks while he's singing. And it, it's like God clapping, saying, yeah, I like what you're doing. <laughs> I like what you're doing. That's anyway, a great that's, that's a great image. So do you, do you sense when you're writing, do you sense the Holy Spirit leading, guiding? Do you feel like he's there is, is, I mean, do you understand what I'm, I'm, oh, I'm driving at? I, I believe that every single song that I've written, I've written quite a few, mm-hmm. was, was him shooting it into my brain and mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Even, mm-hmm. even some ridiculous, <laughs> oh boy, I have some ridiculous songs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some that are really like, oh boy, because What's funny is, is um, you know, you'll try to write a secular song mm-hmm. that, that sounds like what you hear. On, there was a time I was doing that. Mm-hmm. 
But then it will always turn back into, wow, oh, there's still a message in there. Why can I get away from that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, hmm. But um, I I do, Pastor Pastor Joe, I do believe that every single time, he. He touches me and says, "Look, um, you just." get your pen or you just get your microphone or pull out your keyboard and just start playing and I'll do the rest. I, I truly believe that ever since I was a child, I believe that. It is an interesting experience. Um, uh, I understand what you're saying because as a writer, you know, there is so often the case where I sit down thinking that I know what I'm going to write. <laughs> I know where it's going to start. I know where it's going to end and I know what's in between and I'll start. And where I end is someplace completely different than I anticipated it, you know, and uh, and how I got there is not at all what I thought it was going to be. It just, you know, it just is like and you're done and you. Well, how did that happen? That wasn't where I was going, you know, but, uh, you know, it's the spirit. It is so true. I mean, you know, the 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 evil side would say, oh, it's a possession. Well, yeah. I want that. That's the possession I want. That's the good one. That's the good one. Yeah. I don't want that other garbage. <laughs> you know? No. You know, like when Jesus went to that man and and uh, he said, we are legions, you know. Yeah. No, not that yeah. kind. No, thank you. No, no. No, thank you. But uh, no, it, it, it's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful praise to him yeah. to be able to be used like that. Pastor. Well, let's hear one more. This one's going to be live, right? Okay. Yeah. okay. So, uh, so I'm going to give you a chance to go to your keyboard, and we're going to hear a song live. Let it go. 
you Lee that was that was great that was great so so uh, if you can't handle it let it go you know it's a uh, we spend an awful lot of time and energy trying to handle things ourselves don't we yes we do. and now it's like it's like I'm just gonna wrestle this to the ground <laughs> <laughs> but it, it usually wrestles us it wrestles us and we get squashed and we're like oh Lord help us help us help us well, you should have just come to me in the first place, yeah. he says. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of us, I mean, the, this story is about uh, a man who went through a nasty divorce. And uh, after that divorce, you know, he turned his back on God and turn to to other gods you know and he finally came to the realization that i gotta let it go and just let god lead mm. i gotta let him lead because i i keep you know like the prodigal son keeps squandering what he gave me mm -hmm. and let me go back home <laughs> and that is the great theme of the gospel, the great good news is no matter where we've gone, no matter how far away we've wandered, no matter what we've done, you know, you're welcome home. You're Absolutely. welcome home. Yeah, just come on home. That's wonderful. Well, Lee, thanks for uh, stopping in and, and uh, talking with us today. Uh, Lee Ruglis, you can uh, find him uh, at uh, Leading Worship at the Contemporary Service at Valencia United Methodist Church here in Santa Clarita uh, and uh, at 1030. And also, uh, you, you can listen to his music on SoundCloud, right? Yes, and uh, CD Baby also. CD Baby. Okay, yes, so go to SoundCloud or CD Baby and search Lee Ruglis and you'll find his music there, okay? Yes. All right, well, thank you, Lee. Great to have you. I'm Joe Campbell, and this was the originals and the original music uh, that leads us in and out of this show uh, was written and performed by uh, Steve Dole and Dave Barry and Phil Highland. Phil Highland is the producer of the originals. Dave Barry is our engineer. Uh, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time on the originals. <laughs>